0: Ah! It's 5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. We will will rock you. Hit the door and hit the road. 94-3, the game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94-3, the game. Holy mackerel! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates.
1: It's a day in which we saw a uh, one of the goats retire. Welcome in everybody. Uh, it's Patrick Johnson with you back in the saddle, Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, a little under weather, under the weather the last couple of th- uh, days, thanks to Ben Byram and Chris Cook at all for stepping up and handling business, especially yesterday during a busy, uh, busy day.
2: We had part Joe as well,
1: Joe Sampson. This, uh, yeah, I. I uh... I heard, so good. Good stuff with uh Joe there too. Appreciate him coming in. Uh Mississippi uh in the house today. Thank you for being with us. I'm uh still playing a little hurt here, but uh but okay by and large. So uh we've got Cy si Seymour coming up a little bit later on. Lots of news to talk about today. Yeah, one of the goats retired today. Ozzy Osborne. Oh, you you thought I meant the other guy. I'm retiring. For good. I'm retiring. We're good. We'll play that old statement. We competed from Brady in a second. Um, you know, Ozzy's not going to tour anymore. He's, he was in a bad, some sort of accident or had some situation and has just not been able, despite surgery and other medical uh, advances to, to be able to, to get where he feels like he could travel to tour. He could perform. I think it's the traveling. That is a little bit of an issue. Well, you've so heard Aussies. this
2: before from him, but this is a matter of he's a million years old now. I mean, well, no, this is yeah, probably it. This is not, probably truly it.
1: Not in the greatest of health. They, they say they're trying to figure out a way to still do shows but not travel, so I don't know if that's a pay-per-view option. Uh, yeah, so there you go. But, no, uh, about 7 o'clock or so this morning, this hit uh, everybody's uh, Twitter. I got it for you. Here it is. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. for good.
2: I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured i just press record and let you guys know first, so I won't be long-winded if you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so... I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change
1: a thing. Love you all. Brady dropped the uh, decision on the Bucs at six this morning. Imagine being out uh, walking your dog this morning on whatever beach that was, I guess in Miami. And there's Tom Brady sitting in the dunes recording his farewell message.
2: You don't try to photobomb him and do a funny dance or something in the background?
1: I think I'd sit there and think to myself, that's Tom Brady. Sitting in the dunes, talking to a phone.
2: I'd be like, what is this schlub doing? What is he sitting in the sand for? Get up, you jerk. Not even realizing Tom Brady.
1: I know it's, it's popular to bag on Brady as Ben is trying to do. Oh, you know, I'm a Brady guy. And I know it's popular to kind of bag on Brady because he's retiring again, but you know, if you watch that video, he got a little, uh, misty eyed at the end. I think this is, I think this is it.
2: No, I think uh, he's truly done. I mean it's clearly it's pretty clear he, Brady's
1: not the same anymore. well, no, I was going to say, and he's not washed now. he wasn't what he was three, five, ten, fifteen years ago, obviously, he's not really what he might have been three years ago when he when he came to the bucks that first year, yeah, but he is he'd still play It's not like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning could't even complete a pass is last season.
2: Do you remember the clip years ago where Max Kellerman said like right before his MVP season he's about to hit a cliff or he's about to mm. fall off a cliff. I think mm. we truly didn't see that until this year. And he still played at a pretty solid level, but it just well, I mean it he was, was still it fine. Was, it's not what we're used to. He
1: he doesn't need to throw 60 times.
2: Yeah. No, that's true. And that's a, that's a Byron Lefwich problem. I mean, he's not a great quarterback. Well, I think Todd Bowles, not a great head coach either.
1: I was going to say, I think it's more of a Todd Bowles problem, but, uh, the Bucks are now in the market for a new OC and a new starting quarterback. And, and that's good for the Panthers who, as we chronicled yesterday, hired uh, Frank Reich. There's word that, uh, he's already making some coaching hires, assistant coaching hires. Was it Deuce Staley is the rumor?
2: Yep. Lions running back coach.
1: So, I mean, I think that – and, look, I know the ground was covered yesterday with this. They had Zoke on, and I, we appreciate Zoki coming on with uh, Ben B. Baby yesterday. Uh, I think uh, a good hire, Frank Reich. I, I, it's kind of interesting to read this morning that Wilkes is still under contract with the team. They huh. have not terminated him yet. Uh, the Niners want to speak to him. I assume to be a defensive coordinator. Uh, or, or in some capacity. So, I don't know. Um, I think in an ideal world they'd love to have Wilkes be the defensive coordinator, but I, I, I don't know if Steve Wilkes is willing to do that.
2: It's kind of weird that Wilkes started the season as like the secondary coach, and then all of a sudden got elevated to a coach, and now he's looking at DC jobs and potentially yeah. he was going the running for head coaching jobs. Quite a,
1: quite a, a, a rise for uh, Steve Wilkes this season. So uh he's still under contract with the Panthers. You wanna make some hay with Brady gone because as bad as the Bucks were this year, uh they were the uh they they were somehow the champions of the NFC South.
2: Yeah, and um I also saw the Panthers are interviewing uh get this name, Jim Bob Cooter. They'd be their offensive coordinator. Oh Jim Bob He was was also in
1: Detroit, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he he had a stint with Detroit for a little bit.
1: Yeah as an O. C. As an O. C. at one point.
2: Do they get Scotty Moe? You know Scotty Moe's always got his name in the offensive coordinator ranks in the NFL.
1: (laughs) Position coach maybe. I don't know about calling plays. Um Frank Reich yesterday, uh talking about Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Uh, hiring, assembling the staff. Let's hear this real quick.
3: It's one of the most important things I'll do, and it's all going to be done here in the next 30 days. Absolutely critical. Talk to Mr. Tepper and, and Scott Fitter a lot about this. Uh, I'm, I think the, the team and the city will be proud of the staff that we put together. Um, it's got to be we're going to bring in the very best, but it's not only the best, but the best for us. There's got to be the right chemistry, the right diversity of thinking and of personalities, you know, in the staff. Um, a lot of thought goes into it. It's something that you don't do in a hurry. You make sure you vet that out and think it thoroughly through.
1: By the way, did you, did you hear they called him, uh, they called him Mr. Tepper? Mr.
2: Da- Mr. Not Tepper. not Uncle Dave, like I like to call
1: him. No. It's far from an uncle. That's, uh, Mr. Tepper. Jeez. Um, so there you go. There is that uh, from yesterday. Back to Brady today. Obviously, we said a lot this time last year on Brady, and rightfully so. I mean, he's the GOAT. He's the greatest. I think uh, he was already there, but I think he further cemented that by winning a championship with the Bucks. And, and being fairly productive. Again, this year there was a dip, but you can't have a 45 year old throw 60 passes and expect to have any kind of, uh, success. Well, kind of the first
2: era of football I grew up with and Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees and Philip Rivers and all those guys, Peyton Manning, Eli. I mean, that era is kind of officially over now. And that's kind of a weird thing for me at a young age to kind of recognize.
1: You've known no other football, uh, it's the only no football know, than Tom yeah. Brady.
2: Then all those, all those guys was all I knew growing up. And now that's over. Rogers is the only guy left. And who knows what's going on with that?
1: Yeah, who knows? So we'll see if Brady will step into the uh, television booth. That seems to be uh, where it's headed despite the fact. I think at this point, if you're Fox, you have to three man the booth. Uh, Greg Olson's too good to to be brought down. Uh, He's excellent. But they'll turn quickly. Oh, they'll turn quickly with, uh, Look what they've done to Romo. Everybody loved him three years ago.
2: I was so never t- on board with that clown. So what he calls the plays. Hey, I don't want to know what plays coming. How about that?
1: I kind of like that. I always thought that was, that was part of his appeal. Asked um, some other, no- <laughs> some other news from today. Uh, well, we'll save s- some of this for ECU. There's the spring game announcement and we do need a pirate report. So I guess we'll. We'll wait and do that. Uh, Duke won last night over Wake Forest. Talked to uh, several people who went to the game today. And uh, they kind of like the fact that they were able to go to a game at Cameron Indoor. Duke is not a five or six seed. I think more like an eight or nine seed in the tournament right now. Uh, nothing scary about the Blue Devils, but they did win. Wake uh, is probably a tourney caliber team, but... Uh, Probably firmly on the bubble, I would think, without having looked at anything that's being projected today.
2: Kind of like last year.
1: In a way. Uh, North Carolina and Pitt tonight. Pitt's trying to get in. North Carolina's trying to keep it going as they head to Durham Saturday to play the Blue Devils. First game post-Mike Krzyzewski between the two programs. And uh, NC State plays tonight uh, as well. Uh, Piece of news that came out. Wild story. And I'm going to wait and bring this to you next. This is this is just a crazy case of of a coach posing as a player. This is not a player coach in the traditional sense, but a, just a bizarre occurrence. So we'll grab a break. Uh, we've got tickets to the ECU SMU game on Saturday. Four of those. We've also got four women's basketball tickets to give you to uh, the next women's game, which will be against Temple on the 8th, and a Chico's Mexican restaurant gift card. Your chance to win if your caller will do three, caller three at 252-561-GAME, 252-561-GAME, a pirate report coming back, this crazy story of a player coach, and still to come, Size Seymour, so stay with us.
4: It's a moment remember, of- remember there will be a test. You
0: can log on to the brand new 94.3 thegamecom for the podcast of the PJ show plus what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe and the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today to the brand new 94.3 thegamecom You
4: are dismissed.
2: This is Pirate Quarterback Holt Naylor's. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking. That term community banking is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. They really are redefining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business Business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business no matter what size. At Dogwood, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. And yes, they are pirates.
5: I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why.
0: Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, our ability to service our clients, and our community
5: involvement. That's true. We see town insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people?
0: Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And
5: we're talking about business, we're talking about health insurance, we're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right, so folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you.
0: 252-756-8300.
5: And the website? Towninsurance.com. Town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town insurance.
6: Hey, Greg Fussell here, proud alumnus of East Carolina University and fourth-generation winemaker at Duplin Winery, the largest winery in the South. I hope you'll look for our new delicious cotton candy wines in your neighborhood store or come try my favorite, cotton candy lime, with me in Rose Hill, take a tour, and have lunch in our bistro. If you're in the North Myrtle Beach area, you can come sit and sip on our front porch and enjoy some great music. As always, I'm grateful for your support. Go Duplin and
4: go Pirates. Valentine's Day is almost here. This year, want to do something special and different? Here's my suggestion. 5th Street Hardware in downtown Greenville. They're planning a special night for you and your sweetie. It's a four-course dinner that will make Valentine's Day extra special. Start the evening with super salad, either the sweet corn bisque or a wedge or Caesar salad. Then choose an appetizer, either firecracker shrimp, southwestern chicken egg rolls or mango glazed chicken lollipop. Your entree choices are prime rib, parmesan crusted chicken, lasagna rolls, surf and turf, or a veggie plate. Top it all off with one of 5th Street Hardware's delicious desserts. New York cheesecake, three layer chocolate Swiss cake, or a dessert trio. All of this in a fabulous atmosphere for just $80 per couple. But don't wait. Reservations are filling up fast for the Valentine's Day dinner at 5th Street Hardware. Please call for seating at either 6pm or 730. Make this Valentine's one your sweetie will remember at 5th Street Hardware in downtown Greenville in the old hardware building in the former Winslow's location.
0: Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Neither. this is
3: only number three.
0: Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on ninety-four point three, the Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates.
1: Uh, Bretton Greenville, our big winner. He is, uh, on the line with us here. Hey, Brett, how are you? Doing well, doing
7: well. I hope you're, uh, glad you're back. Feeling better.
1: Yeah, I'm getting there. I don't sound great, but, uh, I feel, I feel a lot better. So, little, uh, I guess head cold. Some of that going around. So. Going around. It's evolved into well, other uh, things I, today, but I won't bore you with that. Anyway, go ahead.
6: Uh, I give it a month. And I called back and I won
1: again. <laughs> you, uh, I'm beginning to think you might have a, some sort of, uh, some sort of deal with our, uh, our, our production guys. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, congrats. Uh, Brady retiring today. What do you, th- what do you say on this, Brett? Uh,
7: I'm, I'm glad he's retiring.
4: Um, uh, I, I, I I've heard about enough out of Brady. I'm just I'm
1: ready for the dog and pony show to go ahead and get out of here. Okay. You know I was watching something earlier today at lunch, and uh, it was one of these you know talking head things, but it was it was non sports. But obviously the Brady story translate uh, transforms uh, whatever I'm trying to say it goes beyond sports. It's just not a sports story because there's some you know he's he's a cultural icon in a way. And uh, and so they were very excited because they thought this minute he's getting back with uh, Giselle. I don't know about that. I'm just, that's, that's, that was the version that they went in there with.
2: It. Well, he's got a new Don piece now that looks even better. So,
1: again, I'm just younger. telling you, I'm just, just telling saying. you what, I'm just telling you what the talking heads on this one show were saying today. The majority of them were women, so I think, I think they want him to get back with Giselle. So, I just, just reporting what, what I, what well, I saw. She today. sucks. I, don't. I, I will. Well, no. no, there you go. All right. Hey, Brett, uh, thanks for calling. Congratulations. Wait another month. I'm sure you'll be in the uh, mix. I will. All right. Take care. So um, much. yep. Thank you. Uh, I got a great piece today. I was set, and I meant to read it, and I forgot about it. So I do want to get to that here. So let's, uh, it, it, we don't really, uh, well, let's see if the Pirate Report thing, Ben, we'll, we'll knock that out real quick.
0: And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station
1: of the ECU Pirates, ninety-four-three. The Game. I sounded better earlier, Ben. I don't sound so great now, I don't think. Yeah, you're winding down better. a little bit. Get you some I coffee sounded better or some earlier. Tea. Yeah, I, I need some hot tea all right uh spring game announced today April 8th 11 a.m. kickoff from Doughty Ficklin Stadium so there's uh football that day I'm told that there's going to be some form of a radio broadcast of it of, of source Uh-oh. it tells me hashtag source and uh, that we've got baseball that day at noon so two events going on simultaneously. That'll be the third game of the series against UCF. And I'm sure they're flying commercials, so there's probably not a whole lot of wiggle room with uh, with that. So I do like the idea of uh, a start time of 11 in the morning, though.
2: No, that's good. Yeah, go ahead and get out of the way.
1: So we might, we might have dual broadcast going, Ben. You don't ever know. Never know what we'll have going on that day. Interesting. Tune in for ECU and USF coverage. Uh extended pregame tonight at six o'clock. Ben, you got that? Yeah. A little, yeah. little pirate game day countdown with Ben B Baby Byram.
2: Yeah. Well looking forward to it. That's what I that's all I'm gonna say about that. Looking forward to it.
1: Six thirty pregame, seven o'clock tip. Sy Seymour is in Tampa. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. The ECU women played in South Florida last night. Uh, they were set to fly back last night and, uh, I guess fog and Greenville, they, they had to stay in town another night. So, uh, assume they got back this morning once everything uh, cleared up. Uh, this is very interesting and I need to digest this a little bit. I looked at it and like I said, I had every intention of, uh, Talking about this, I got sent something today. It is a statewide survey on gambling in North Carolina, Uh, legalizing sports gambling in North Carolina. So I guess they polled a certain amount of people. Um, 600 North Carolinians surveyed January 17th through the 19th. So this is fairly, fairly recent. Uh one of the things they were asked, which of the following is your favorite sport? 36% said NFL, 20% said college football, 15% said college basketball. That makes sense, right? 8% MLB, 7% NBA, NHL, 5% of the people in North Carolina that were in this survey. Your favorite college team. This was interesting. Duke is number one at 14% shocker uh, that little, that is a little shocking i'm not going to but i mean dukes the national brand so i under, uh, that, that, we're talking about basketball it was
2: sarcasm but yeah i mean dukes oh. the more national brand i mean it's well the we're talking about in school. state
1: these people were in state well yeah
2: i mean a lot of uh, people travel from other states to this state i mean well, they have. i saw another poll that said the carolina's along with texas and uh, somewhere else are the like top 3 states in terms of most people moving to them this year so yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, UNC 12%, NC State 11%, so that's a fairly even divide. ECU, App State 2%, Wake 1, 2% from Clemson, or for Clemson. Uh, your favorite pro team, Panthers at 19%, the Cowboys at 6%, the Steelers at uh, 5%, the Bills at 4%. The Braves were 4%. Your Carolina Hurricanes just at 3%. And uh, I guess a very small percentage were still Commando fans, the artists formerly known as the Redskins.
2: Does it surprise you that the Panthers lead by such a wide margin in the NFL?
1: Mm, No. No, because, I mean, I think people have gotten behind the team. And, look, they could have served. This could have been skewed more towards the Charlotte area.
2: Yeah, maybe so.
1: But I, you know, I I don't know. When
2: um, we have people on, like you know, callers on, we ask them who their favorite team is. Or you talk to people around here locally. I, I'm surprised to find out, like especially when I since I've moved here, not a lot of Panthers fans. It's more so, well, I like Green Bay because my mom's from right. there. Or I like the Steelers because right. it's my childhood team. You know, a lot of that kind of stuff going on. The Cowboys, of course, Commanders. Not a lot of Panthers.
1: So that's an interesting thing. There, there's some political sides of this. Uh, anyway, those that were surveyed, and these were voters, uh, so I think this is a political survey in nature, find the lottery favorable or very favorable. Uh, they do not view sweepstakes in a favorable way, nor should they. Uh, there is a, an overwhelming amount of support to legalized sports betting in North Carolina. That's the takeaway from this. Um, 43% support, 22% say they have no opinion, 35% oppose. So you could make the argument that 65% of those surveyed either have no opinion or favor. In other words, they don't, they're not against. Uh, this breaks it down politically. In males, it was 52%. In females, it was 36%. In white people, 41. In black people surveyed, 52 percent, according to this poll. Evangelicals were 38 percent support, 43 against. Sports fans, 51 percent, people that identified as sports fans. Um, once voters were informed about uh, this, you know, some of the sports betting uh, things, some of the facts, that that support grew from 43% to 47% Uh in one, and then when they heard some of the arguments about tax money leaving the state and other things, it got up to 51%, or 50%, jumped 11%. So again, the takeaway from this is the vast majority of North Carolinians, at least those according to this poll, either have no opinion on the survey or on the legalization of sports gambling. When they do find it out, they are fine with it going in a direction of uh, going there. Not in huge numbers, but in numbers that are pretty pretty decent. So either they have no opinion or they're in favor of it. Those opposed is a very small percentage. I'm not going to pull it back up and read it off my phone here again. Without my glasses, Ben, this is what happens when you get old. But, uh, you know, when it jumped to 11 percent supporting, I don't know how much it decreased for those against. But even if it stayed the same, uh it it was it's still in the 30 some odd percentile. So let's hope. Look, I, I'm sure if I've got that, that has been circulated on Jones Street in Raleigh and we'll get this uh, done. All right. The high school hoops controversy. Ben, did you see this? Did you read about this? I did not. I did not. A Virginia high school girls' basketball season ended early after one of their coaches was caught pretending to be a member of the junior varsity team. What? What? Portsmouth Public Schools says Arlicia Boykins, who is an assistant coach at Churchill high school, posed as a player on the girls' JV team.
3: Absolutely the- horrendous.
1: You're right, Joe. In a game that was played on January 21st, Churchland wound up forfeiting the game. The school system was notified of the incident the week after it happened, and they say both Boykins and the head coach of the junior varsity girls team are no longer employees of the school division. In uh, one of the stories I read on this today, uh, the administration met with the players, both the girls varsity junior varsity and varsity teams, and their parents, both teams, decided to cancel the rest of the season. Something I read today stated that there was no, um and I get it's a JV girls basketball game, but there was no administrator, administrators there. Nobody from the administration, be it athletic administration or school administration was there. So that's why nobody recognized this uh, person, who I think is 22, why would you decide to do that? <laughs> like, Why would you do that? What is the gain Look, there? I, let me tell you something. There has been no sport that has been adversely impacted, and this is a whole other story maybe for another day, um, than coaching, the, the basketball coaching, especially in, in real – rural areas, the quality of basketball coaches, because you end up getting, nobody wants to do it, nobody feels like they're getting paid enough money with the stipend, they're having to put up with a bunch of mumbo-jumbo at school, as it is, if you're, and and what you're getting in a lot of instances are either young people who have not cut their teeth in any kind of coaching, which you would do, you would think you would do as this JV assistant to work your way up, or there are people that work somewhere else and come in and coach. Now, there's plenty of people that do that. Who are responsible adults and, and do a good job, I mean, but but you you see, especially with girls' sports and girls' basketball in particular, you have seen a lot of instances where you have somebody who's not an employee of the school coaching even the varsity team, and so they have no control over the situation. But it, it's just it's it's representative of really what goes on in a lot of schools, to be quite quite frank. Schools have – there's a big problem with schools right now. Sad
2: state big of affairs. So you're telling me I could no, be a coach right now if I wanted to.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think you would do something this stupid.
2: Apparently, I could be a player's coach. I mean, she was 22. You could be a player coach. Yeah, I could coach. just run this right reason. out there, yeah, and start balling. What
1: if they had not scored, though? As I get off my soapbox about education, what if they had not scored?
2: Well, what if they pull the old bin Byram and score on their own team?
1: Well, they may have done that.
2: I mean, that's – yeah, that's that's a whole but other can I mean, The, can the, the thing there. is this.
1: Who's harmed in this? The players. The
2: players, yeah.
1: Now, they made the decision not to continue, but why would they do If they made the decision not to continue on, especially the varsity team, and I get it's a whole program, that tells you what kind of bleep show that is there. And that is probably the best thing. I mean, I don't know what the records are of this team. I don't know if they're any good, but that just tells you it's a, it's a total disorganized cluster. Uh, laughing emojis from the always anonymous text line. It's it's it is funny in a sense, but it's also it, it, again it's a it's a sad state of affairs in a lot of places where you have coaching, you know, members of the faculty just don't want to coach anymore. There's there's real You know, this is this is not just in North Carolina. There's real problems. But, I mean, there's also bigger problems at school when it comes to discipline and accountability, but that's.
2: Yeah, it sounds like old poor needs a B baby as their head coach. I'll do whatever well, it takes to make sure that they instill leadership. They know who the, the man is. They know the that they're also the man.
1: The job's open, apparently. So And apparently I, I
2: could play, too.
1: Well, that's frowned <laughs> upon. That's the part that's frowned upon. Um. All right, let's uh let's let's do an update, Ben. You ready for that? Let's do it. And then uh Cy Seymour will be on with us to uh preview tonight's basketball game. Here is the one and only Ben B Baby Byram, and this is a uh, sports flash update. Thanks, Patrick.
2: ECU Basketball at South Florida tonight. That's tipping off at 7 o'clock. We're leading you into network coverage at 6.30. And with our Pirate Game Day countdown following the show at 6 o'clock. Before the team left for Tampa yesterday, Coach Schwartz talked to the media about basically their frank assessment on their previous game against USF at Men's Coliseum and what went wrong in that game and how can they improve upon that performance coming into their rematch against the South Florida Bulls in Tampa Bay.
6: Well, we we didn't guard the three point line very well in the first half. Um, you know, it was a close game at halftime, but they got, you know, they hit some threes early in the game, and they shot the ball well in the first half. Uh, we did a better job in the second half, but we were not able to defend Tyler Harris in the second half. He was the difference in the game, probably the last ten minutes specifically. He made a shot uh, that put them up. Uh, ended up putting them up by one. We had a two-point lead. He hits a three that puts them up by one and from that point The basket got very big for him, so we didn't contain Harris very well in the second half We didn't guard the three-point line very well in the first half We got to be better in those areas hopefully and, and then the big fellow in there Russell Techua is just uh, you know he, he had his way with us in terms of scoring the basketball rebounding and we have to be much better protecting the paint uh, versus him and their whole team
2: Parts and eight and a half road dog for entertainment purposes only. Coverage begins once again at 6:30. Network coverage begins with the voice of the Pirates, Jeff Charles, and Coach Michael Perry, right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates 94.3. The game, ECU Women's Basketball, had a tough road or tough out against South Florida in Tampa last night as they took on. The 25th ranked USF Bulls, South Florida winning that game 72-48. Leading the way for the Pirates was Amaya Joyner, the Farmville Central alum who had led the way of 13 points and 13 rebounds. ECU women's basketball now falls to 14-8 on the season and South Florida now moves up to 21-4 on the season. East Carolina now sits at 5th in the conference standings. And taking off a little bit later, or from the Panthers, they introduced Frank Reich as the franchise new head coach on Tuesday. Reich relayed that he is searching for stability at the quarterback position during his tenure in Carolina.
3: Well, that's a long story, but my five quick points are I look for toughness, mental physical toughness. You know, I look for um, I look for accuracy. You got to be accuracy. You got to be accurate. I look for what I like to call accelerated vision. You got to be able to process quickly and make good decisions. I look for good footwork, and then you look for playmaking ability, and then you look for that X factor. Just a strong leader on and off the field.
2: The 61-year-old coach said that he anticipates this relationship with general manager Scott Fitter to be 100% collaborative. A couple of other quick notes from the Carolina Panthers. Former head coach Matt Rule is currently suing the team in an arbitration deal for $5 million. And the San Francisco 49ers have requested permission to speak with Steve Wilkes for their vacant defensive coordinator position. Wilkes remains under contract with the Panthers after leading the team to a 6-6 six and six finish as the interim head coach this past season. That's going to do it for your 94th Through the Game Sports Update. This 94th through the Game Sports Update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly supporting pirate student-athletes. For more information on to Donate, go to teamboneyard.org. Other side, we'll hear from ECU basketball analyst Sas Seymour of the P-Man right here on The Patrick Johnson Show.
8: And
0: after. Pirates. Oh, there. Panthers. Go, baby. Very good. The P-Man. Uh, but fans. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Chico. <laughs> Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and
2: head
6: to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for 11.99. Plus Wednesdays means all Mexican imports for just 2.99. Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only 11.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's Mexican Restaurant in downtown Greenville and online at chicosrestaurant.com. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends.
5: Attention business owners and management, Robuck Staffing of Greenville & Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs, whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at robuckstaffing.com.
6: Hello, Eastern North Carolina. I'm Matt Murchison here at Greenville Nissan. Happy New Year brings a new car in the Nissan lineup right now. And I'm along with Scotty Turner. Happy New Year. My Happy friend. New Year. It's and we good got to see something you. pretty slick right <laughs> here, don't we? We do. And Matt is referring to the all-new
4: Nissan 2023 Nissan Aria. That's right. This is our 100% electric EV SUV. The things that really impressed me about this the most is. All the technology that you get in this vehicle now when we talk about safety features, propile assist oh, yeah. we talk about up to three hundred miles on the charge with a with an SUV crossover that 's going to give everybody the options that they 're looking for in a full wonderful ev class suv you're
6: exactly right there was no compromise on the style of sophistication or the technology on this vehicle
4: it is we've got to keep in mind we've got seven models to choose from mm. four different powertrains so depending on what you're looking for we, nissan has plenty to choose from and it's also available in all-wheel
6: drive that's right come to greenwell nissan and greenwillnissan.com, check it out demo one order it right here from Greenwill nissan where we drive yes, sir.
5: Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's
6: new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Kerala down to Wilmington to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte.
5: So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in Eastern North Carolina?
6: Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern north carolina with their personal lines their commercial lines their life and health needs or their small business needs we continue to hear more and more about
5: town insurance and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today how about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern north carolina what would you say to them come to town today what's the telephone number seven five six eighty three hundred
0: Getting the Pirate Nation home, it's the Patrick Johnson Show. The well, drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports.
6: Like we always do with this
8: time.
1: Back in today on the Patrick Johnson Show here, P-Man with you. And we've got uh, ECU Basketball tonight. Been talking about it, and it'll be uh, ECU and USF coming up at the top of the hour. Ben, B-Baby, Byram and company with your uh, Pirate Game Day Countdown. We'll lead you into network coverage at 6.30. And then the game at 7 o'clock tonight. Here's Cy Seymour, a colleague, friend from uh, ESPN Plus for many years. He was the radio analyst for ECU Basketball on the radio. Cy is... uh, a snowbird on this trip. He's down in Tampa with the team. And uh, it, look, it's it, these aren't this isn't the travel days of when Seymour was doing the radio, is it?
7: No, it's not. It's not a, <laughs> <This is> a, <laughs> this is a nice trip down. Uh, I would say this plane's a fifty-seater, and it's a, it's, a, it's a charter, and it's ni- it's nice because the kids get to spread out. In other words, every every player has their own. Like on the double side, they all have two seats. So they can spread their legs out in their own seat. And then on the other side, it's a single row of seats. And so some of them prefer to just have the single row of seats. But everybody's got their own row or their own seat. That's and, good. And that makes it really good for these big kids.
1: Now it does. And uh, nice weather down in Tampa rather than the uh, 40s and uh, damp here in North Carolina. So
7: Cy
1: may just stay down there. I don't know. We don't know. We'll see. Uh, Well, the Pirates in South Florida tonight. You know, Cy, uh, let's let's talk a little bit before we get into the game about just where this basketball program is. Things like chartering the games. I mean, this is a big deal. Mike Swartz being hired uh, has kind of ushered that in. Uh, And and, and credit to the administration for knowing that that's the direction they needed to go. So that's a positive. He is recruiting Eastern North Carolina and getting kids out of Eastern North Carolina to go there. Doesn't mean that he's not going to hit the portal. I think Coach Swartz and the staff acknowledge that they have to get there. But should we should we feel good? I know the record's not where it needs to be, and in the, in the play has particularly Sunday left a little to be desired, a lot to be desired, quite frankly. But to, and, and they admit that Coach Swartz and the players will admit that. So, but but I think on the whole. As pirate fans, you should feel pretty good where this program is is headed.
7: Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, when I look at it, and, and we said this preseason, we we were saying when you look at the statistical data, Mike uh, Mike Schwars inherited a team that had lost ninety percent of everything uh, through the portal. Everybody was gone. There was nothing left. You lost. Well, you lost your top six scores. Now that doesn't mean. The, the kids that didn't come back weren't good players, but the top six scores on his basketball team were gone. And so now he's got to replace in a hurry with people that may not have played very much or played some or guys that are just coming in. And that's what he's done. And he did a very good job. Javon Scott was playing great. Uh, Brandon Johnson, RJ Felton, Debeau, these kids that came back stepped up and did a nice job. Well, then Javon Small goes down. That's really difficult. The other kids on the team, when you look up at Bayala and, uh, DeBougie and Jay Walker, uh, uh, Ezra Zola, these guys had not played. So to, to have won two conference games early, and especially Wichita State on the road, which is, I, I don't think people understand. It's called the roundhouse. It's 10,000 people in there. And, uh, it's hard. Nobody, we, you just don't usually win in that. He beats them his first conference game on the road. Unbelievable. He loses to a temple team that beats Houston by two points. So his team has played well. Uh, the Pirates have played well. So you're right. He, he, he inherited a tough situation. The kids have played well, but not a lot of wins to show for it. And against Wichita State, uh, the problem, the, the legs being down and not being ready cause you're young. That's part of it. But all, overall, you got to be proud of what this team's done. And also on the recruiting end, they are, they're looking at everything in Eastern North Carolina and in Raleigh and everywhere in this state. But they're also looking at kids everywhere. But uh, a big sign out of Goldsboro the other day, they're, they're on the right track. That,
1: that is there to be had, isn't it, in the state? I mean, you know, the, the thing is this. It is – everybody talks about recruiting North Carolina. Well, I mean, by and large. Duke and UNC, in some ways, don't really recruit North Carolina. If there's a top player in the state, just like if there's a top player in Pennsylvania or Florida and California, they're going to go after him. State maybe does a little bit more. Wake Forest, not as much as they used to. And uh, to me, the state of North Carolina, in a lot of ways, is, is right for the pickets.
7: No, no, you're right. I mean, see, what you have to pick up, you know, so you can't recruit State, Carolina, get them. And, and what? Well, they're going to take about eight kids total. Eight and that's total and that's being high that's a, a year a year there are a lot more good players that we need to be getting on to after that i mean when when north carolina comes in they're going to probably get two kids from the club maybe three maybe three but usually about two duke doesn't even look this way if it is maybe one nc state maybe two or three and i'm talking about tops lake forest now uh i tell you, he used to do a great job with it, Dave Odom. Dave Odom really did a nice job recruiting the North Carolina athletes. Uh, And and so when you look up uh, out of the four ACC teams in this, I would say on a good year, uh, I mean, on the worst year, eight guys, mostly five or six. And and so my point is you've got to get them over the VCUs. You've got to get them over the Richmonds, over the apps, over over the schools that are getting them. From out of state, over over Temple, you know, over over Houston. Samson's coming in. Yeah, and he's got
1: two free kids. He has. Yeah.
7: So you get, and I think Mike uh, Mike Schwartz and his staff are doing a good job on that. Well, we got the
1: game tonight: USF and ECU. Cy Seymour's with us. He's down in Tampa with the team, and uh, the game uh, heard right here at seven o'clock on the ECU Sports Radio Network. Our coverage leading you up until then. Uh, the Bulls, uh, come in playing pretty good basketball. Tyler Harris has been sensational. And, uh, they've got some others who have played really, really well for them. They're getting, uh, double figures from three different, uh, fellers on the, uh, on the Bulls team. So, uh, we saw what they did to ECU when, uh, they came in and, uh, kind of, uh, blew by the Pirates in one of those Sunday afternoon games. What do you think
7: of the uh, matchup tonight, uh, Cy? Well, I think you've, you've had a chance to adjust. Uh, Javon was not at that game, and that that was. Where, or, and and if, I, I, if you had to tell me who's maybe the best guard right now in this league, I know Kendra Davis is one of them. The other one is Tyler Harris. I mean, he had thirty three against UCF. He against SMU. He had twenty one in, in the second half. Twenty one in the second half. He's five foot seven or eight, playing with a lot of confidence. He beat, he had a thirty one or thirty two against ECU. He's got 65 threes on the year, shooting it at 39%, and really confident. And this is a kid that had lost his confidence when he was in at, at Memphis because he couldn't get in the lineup. And then all of a sudden he makes the transfer to South Florida, gets playing time, gets his confidence back up, and he is a dangerous weapon. And then he was the key to beating East Carolina. He's really playing super for that ball club, but you're right. Uh, Toshua inside is, uh, is a seven-footer that's tough. And they've got other weapons, Uh whether it be Harris or Selton or or, or, or Bryant. They, they've got different guys that they can go to. But their guy that is tough is Tyler Harris, and they're playing confident right now, playing really tough basketball. So you've got to give Brian Gregory and his staff credit for what they've come on with at, uh, during the year. But uh, ECU, I think, has worked hard. And they should be ready to play
1: In warm Florida – Tampa, the England center tonight, the uh, Pirates and Bulls are uh, playing one another. Patrick Johnson here with you Cy Seymour as uh, he is down with the team in Tampa. Pirates uh got really good outings from uh DeBunje and Biella. Uh Sai you I know you've been high on Ben Biella's uh measurables and what he can do and bring to the uh to the fold. Dabunje has played well over the last three weeks. Can they sustain, or what do they need to do to kind of sustain that if you're Dabunje and then build on it if you're Bayala? Well, I've always
7: said this about transfers, and and especially Juco guys like Bayala. And and simply because I coached the Juco game for so long, it takes them about a month and a half to really get comfortable. And so what's happening with Bayala is he's getting, in fact, last night, I, this is a pretty good story. I was going to get, to find some ice, you know, and, and Ken was in the hall and I said, Ben, I coached you, Cobalt, and you're doing a great job. And he said, where'd you coach? I said, and he, uh, I said, I was at Craven Community College. We were in the region 10, which is North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. And I said, and you were doing it the right way and playing well. And he just started talking a little bit. He's getting comfortable. That's what, that's what it is. They, they've got to get used to the, the pace of the game. And once they do that, if they keep building that confidence, they can get it done. Well, that's where he is. So Bayala's playing well. And he, or it's going to have a bad night, sure, sometime. But he's playing the way you're supposed to play after about two months in. I mean, that's you know November, December. Mm-hmm. And then now January is coming on, and he's playing a little bit better. Last game, he had three threes. Or the game before that, 3-3, three, three, the last, the game 6-3. So he's he's really playing well. Great, uh, kid, works hard to jump out of the gym. I, I also like Dubuja. He He's gonna, he's getting better and better. So you have gotta like that twosome, the way they're playing. Uh, but you know, Patrick, tonight, it's going to take it, for ECU to win, you gotta, you, you, your upperclassmen, RJ Felt, right, and Brandon Johnson have got to have really super games. But, but they just do. They have to, they have to get you somewhere between them, between 35 and 40. In other words, somebody's got to get 20, the them, got to get 15 or 20 and 20, but somewhere in there for you to be in the game. They are your go-to guys that are back. Uh, without Brand, uh, without, uh, Javon, uh, it's, it, the guards are coming in and, I, and I, keep, I keep saying Walker's got to play well to defend Tyler Harris with that height and, 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 and the has got to play well. So it's going to take all of them. Can they win it? Yes. But they've got to have extra good performances on the road. Pirates
1: will play uh, SMU on Saturday. Cy Seymour and I will be there with uh, ESPN+. Uh, the Ponies are at Tulane tonight, and uh, Tulsa is at uh, Cincinnati uh, tonight as well. So that's the other action in the American uh, Cy, uh, do appreciate the time and uh, enjoy the rest of your trip down in Tampa. We'll see you Saturday.
7: Look forward to seeing you. By the way, Bruce Springsteen's in the house tonight. He's playing in, in downtown Tampa. Oh, is that downtown? right? Okay. Yeah, the, the, the boss is in town. But look, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday at that, that SMU game. The, uh, the team is good, uh, very talented, very dangerous. So it should be a lot of fun, Patrick.
1: Yeah, it should be. Thank you, Si. How about that, Ben? Your boy, the boss. In Tampa tonight.
2: He's not my boy. He's your boy.
1: Oh, far from it. All right. Uh, we'll break. We'll come back and wrap up the show right after this.
0: Online or on the go, love it. log on to our brand new website, 94.3 the game.com. To listen to our top rated programs throughout the day. You need to tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 the game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Fans, East Carolina basketball
5: returns home this Saturday, February 4th, for a 4 p.m. tip off against SMU. Tickets are $20, youth tickets are just $10, and lower bowl seats are available. It's Pirate Club Day, and new members are always welcome. It's East Carolina and the Mustangs of SMU, the Pirates and the Ponies, Saturday at 4 o'clock at Williams Arena.
1: Fantastic Sam's Cutting Colors Hiring Styles. If you're driven, creative, and ready to make an impact, then we're looking for you. We offer competitive wages, flexible
9: schedules, and professional training. So bring your creativity, style, and drive to your local
5: Fantastic Sam's today and show us what you've got. Let our professional hair colors create unlimited hair color transformations just for you. Possibilities are endless at Fantastic Sam's in Goldsburg, Kenston, Greenville, New Bern, Moorhead, Jacksonville, and Calabash.
10: This is about you, your family, and the health of all who live in Eastern North Carolina. This is about the transformation of a health system into something more powerful and more human, about creating new ways to treat disease and keep you well. This is about ECU Health, which is to say, it's really all about you. ECU Health. Minds. Hearts. Purpose.
4: Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One hour loan
8: approval at same day cash. In most circumstances, exceptions may apply.
5: My daughter Ava is three years old, and she's been at Children's World since she was about six months. She calls it camp because that's what it feels like to her. She gets to learn, but she also gets to play, like really play. She gets to be a kid. Ava absolutely loves Children's World, and I love the peace of mind it brings me. Not just the safety of the campus, but the amount of work and dedication that goes into things like development, communication, nutrition, and activity. When she turns five, she'll definitely attend Walton Academy, which is part of Children's World. It's the same amazing people, best of all. The values are the same. This isn't the traditional style of teaching. It focuses on the whole child and places a greater value on the process of learning. You know, when I was growing up, I got an education. But Ava, she's getting knowledge, confidence, problem-solving skills, an entire learning experience that's centered on her. That means everything to me.
9: Building minds with a creative and engaging curriculum. Children's World Learning Center and Walton Academy, Greenville.
0: Children's World and
11: Walton Academy.
0: And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P Man here on ninety four three. The game.
1: Big Twelve yesterday releasing their football schedules, uh, so we got a look at what uh, departing members of the American, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF have before them. Uh, Big Twelve presidents are meeting tomorrow at the uh, Airport Grand Hyatt in Dallas. Gonzaga's potential membership in basketball is going to be discussed. Be interesting. All right. uh, We'll be back at it tomorrow, 5 o'clock, Patrick Johnson show. Again, thanks to Ben and Cookie and Joe for filling in the last two days. Ben will have Pirate Game Day Countdown for you coming up, top of the hour. Thanks to Cy Seymour today, Ben producing, and also Mississippi. We'll see everybody tomorrow.
6: This is Tim Sutton of Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World has a commitment to providing our customers with honest, quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable.
12: For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730.
1: Everybody's talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs, without surgery. It's Patrick Johnson here, QC Kinetics, the nation's number one leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or from injury, You need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only option. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds. Discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Don't put this off any longer. Spring is coming, and you want to enjoy all that life has to offer. Get a free consultation with local medical professionals. QC Kinetics, 252 765 Pain. That's 252-765-PAYNE.
10: Hundreds of hours. That's a lot of time to spend honing your craft. But for fantastic Sam stylists like me, that's just the beginning. Each stylist receives advanced training on the latest techniques and styles, so we can deliver fantastic cuts every time. From wavy curls, to textured bobs, to curtain bangs.
6: I can drop by any time. And I get a free shampoo with every cut. So when I stop in for a trim, I leave looking and
10: feeling fantastic.
5: Possibilities are endless at Fantastic Sam's in Goldsboro, Kenston, Greenville, New Bern, Moorhead, Jacksonville, and Calabash.
0: Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau
4: Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance at North Carolina, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent licensee of Blue Cross and Blue Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust, people like Alan Hill or Tony Boyd. These agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are also tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Alan Hill or Tony Boyd today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville, 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165
0: athletics play here. This is WRHD-FM Farmville, Washington Greenville. 94-3 The Game
2: Welcome in to the extended portion of the Patrick Johnson Show. We like to call it Part Game Day Countdown as we lead you into network coverage between the ECU Pirates and the USF Bulls in Tampa. Florida USF currently sits at 10th in the conference standings at 9-13 and 13 and 2-7 and 7 in conference play. Uh, ECU is 9th in the standings, at also 2-7 and 7 in conference play and 11-11 on the year. That tipping off at 7 o'clock. Once again, network coverage begins at 6.30 with the voice of the Pirates, Jeff Charles and Coach Michael Perry. In the meantime, a lot to get into. Uh, obviously, ECU basketball has really been struggling as of late. Had a very gruesome loss to Wichita State last Saturday in Menchie's Coliseum. Looking to bounce back against the South Florida Bulls squad that is very talented, but has struggled to say the very least in conference. USF hasn't won a game in about a week and a half when they hosted UCF, their conference rival, and beat them 85-72 to and kind of a shocking victory for the USF Bulls. UCF... Looks to be like one of those teams in the American that can possibly make the American a three-bid league this year when it comes to the NCAA tournament. They're kind of right on the borderline when it comes to that kind of success. Nonetheless, they had a very competitive effort against Temple on the road in Philadelphia, losing that game 79-76. to And then just recently, this past Sunday, uh, they traveled to SMU, Dallas-Fort Worth area to take on the Mustangs and lost that one in a nail-biter 82 280. South Florida looking to turn things around against ECU. ECU looking to turn things around as they have not won a game since last Tuesday when they defeated Tulsa 76 to 66. But once again, they had a very disappointing, just really hard to watch loss to Wichita State in this past Sunday, 72 to 85 loss for the parts there to fall to 11-11. So both teams looking to bounce back. Uh, that all tips off at 7 o'clock. In the meantime, a lot happening with the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, Frank Reich being hired as head coach. All kinds of different headlines circulating around the Panthers right now, now that they have a new guy at the helm in Frank Reich, the former Panthers quarterback, believe it or not. Um, nonetheless, uh, a lot of things are being rumored. Scotty Moe, former ECU head football coach, in the running for the offensive coordinator job, yeah. Never thought you would hear that one, did you? We address all that. We addressed the hiring of Frank Reich. As Panthers Radio Network's Jim Zoki joined us yesterday on the Patrick Johnson Show with all the latest on the Carolina Panthers and the NFL. Welcome back to the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben B. Baby Byron filling in for the P-Man. P- I'm joined thinking- by a very special guest, Panthers Radio Network's Jim Zoki And Jim, it's never ma- it a slow coming- day at the office when hey, it Hi- comes Thanks- to the Carolina Panthers. How you doing, my friend?
12: It is a full day, as you know. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Absolutely. It's, uh, it's by six times, by six time, going to one of these press conferences through the years of a new head coach going back over now, it's 28 years.
2: Sadly, it seems like it's becoming an annual tradition the way things have been going.
12: Of late, you're right. You know, they did the Matt Rule one in the practice bubble three years ago, but yep. this one was indoors, in the stadium, in the red zone there, so it had a bigger field this time.
2: Well, even that before that you had what's it, Perry Fuel, and then at, later after that you had Steve Wilkes. So yeah, he had a good little run going here for the last couple of years.
12: That is true. Yeah, we put in the interim coaches uh, the last two with Ron Rivera's departure was Perry Fuel for a couple of games, and Steve Wilkes was actually you know if you had to credit a season to somebody he was actually the coach of record last year doing twelve games compared to five or Matt Rule.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're well, getting right into it. Obviously, the big news when it comes to the Carolina Panthers is they hired. Frank Reich to be their new head coach. Uh, getting right into it. First impressions of the hire, and was it the right move?
12: It's a good hire. Um, yeah, before I talk about Frank, I'll say Steve Wilkes, I think, did an incredible job, and I think he would have been a great choice. Uh,
2: Absolutely. Frank yeah. Reich
12: uh, on his own is a great choice. Yeah, they're both good coaches. So I think you know, Frank Reich is another good coach. So they obviously had in their mind that they wanted to go on the offensive side of head coaching and If Ben Johnson had not pulled his name out of the hat, it would have been eight out of the ten candidates uh, would have been from the offensive side and Steve Wilkes being one of the two on the other side. So I think they had something in mind offensively. They got to figure out what to do at quarterbacks. I think their want was to have somebody at the top of that chain that was going to be able to help them at quarterback in particular. You know, Frank Reich, having played 14 years in the league at that position, being an offensive coordinator and so forth with the Eagles, um, you know, fits all that. So I think that's the priority and kind of where they were right now. But, Frank, I knew, Frank, when he first started playing here back, obviously, the expansion year of 95, the three games he played, but he was here the entire mm-hmm. first season. and It's his character, integrity, or uh, beyond repute. Uh, obviously a good coach with uh, nearly five years with the Colts as head coach, part of a Super Bowl with the Eagles. So it's it's a good, solid hiring.
11: Yeah,
2: absolutely, and I agree. I, either way, if it had been Wilkes or Reich, I would have been very pleased, and I'm obviously pleased now. I think it was the best man for the job. But obviously people in our neck of the woods, and when it comes to Panthers fans, there's a portion that are upset that Wilkes didn't get hired because, you know, he was from within the organization, got the team kind of on the back on the right track. He seemed to fit the Panthers' mold of head coaches when he'd been successful of, the, you know, just building the culture in the locker room the right way. When you kind of rationalize it, was it just a matter of, you know, Frank Reich's a little bit more experienced, he's offensive-minded, he's just the best job guy for the job when it comes to he was a coordinator and won a Super Bowl with maybe a subpar quarterback. He's just got all the experience.
12: I think it's all that. Yeah, I think, you know, first they really seem to be focused on offense. and I reiterate that because, you yeah, know, after the press conference today, Dave Tepper and Scott Bitterer both spoke and uh, for – um, Dave Tepper, in particular, that seemed to be uh, very much the direction he wanted to go as far as what they had identified ahead of time, as far as which direction they were trying to go with the head coaching job. And if you look around the league, there are some really good defensive minded head coaches, you know, coming to mind are guys like Mike Tomlin, John McDermott, and a few others. But by and large, the, the league has shifted towards offensive head coaches and uh, the league is kind of, you know, bent that way to favor the rules of offense, obviously for the excitement of, uh, generating points. So I, I think that was the number one thing. You're right. Reich does bring even more experience in Steve Wilkes as far as four and a half years as a head coach, uh, coordinator for a team that won a Super Bowl, as you said, with mm-hmm. Nick Foles and you know, Carson Wentz playing at an MVP level in Philadelphia that year. So I think those were the things that did it. I think. And then down that list is, again, the Carolina connection, but, of course, Steve Wilkes had that more than anybody, so that shouldn't have been a real factor, I wouldn't think.
2: Absolutely. Um, when you look at Frank Reich and what he said during the day today, and looking at his coaching tenure with Indianapolis and with the Eagles, what kind of brand of football should fans expect with Frank Reich at the helm now?
12: You know, I think, you know, as he said, it's a passing league, but you still have to be able to run. So, again, I think balance, and they want to be a physical team. So, he. He said, you know, everybody says it's a passing league, and it's true. And there are certain times you have to pass the ball on third and ten, things like that. But uh, as he said, you know, you, you've got to be able to run the ball to, to win. I mean, you've got to be able to do all the things that football is. So I think you'll see, you know, not just – they're not going to come out there and sling the ball 50 times. So I think they will be a balanced team. And he brought up the running game a couple times. Rob Dante Foreman by name. Chuba Hubbard was at the press conference today. So I think you know he's certainly a guy that's going to be emphasizing the run as much as the pass.
2: Hall of Famer and Panthers Radio Network Jim Zoki with us here on the Patrick Johnson show. Jim, um when you look at the recent reports and kind of the articles that have been put up there, I know you love this part, um but you know, we've seen some things whether there's truth to it or not about maybe Reich and the GM and the owner disagreeing when it comes to the coordinator positions. Where is he leaning towards when it comes to the coordinator and who exactly is he looking for, what kind of coach? Is he looking for for OC and DC?
12: I mean, I don't know exactly who it'll be. Of course, I yeah, mean, one of the names has been yeah. thrown out there is Brian Johnson, the, the Eagles' quarterbacks coach. Um, but he's got a history with him, and uh, he's kind of that guy that's in line to step up and be a, a coordinator. So that's a name that's been talked about to give you one. Um, but I would think what you know, he said it and Scott Fitterer said it today. Anything they do, whether it's coaching staff or players, but uh, all of that is collaborative. So I don't think I don't believe anything. Like, there's no dispute. I mean, Frank's been hired for like three days, so there's there's no disagreements if there's anyone tweeting or whatever about that kind of thing. They're totally just getting started here and in lockstep. So I mean, you know, it's not going to be Dave Temper picking the offensive coordinator. It's going to begin, and they're going to defer to I'm sure Frank Reich yep. to put his staff together, and Scott Fitter will go along with that. They had recommended James Camp and the offensive line coach and Chris Tabor, special teams coach, because they both did. As we all saw, great job with those two units Absolutely. this past year. That was not a mandate, uh, but it was something recommended. I think Frank Reich was happy uh, to keep those guys on staff. Those are veteran guys who've been around the league with a number of different organizations through the years, and they chose to want to stay as well. So those are two real solid guys to hang on to from the previous regime.
2: Uh, Frank Reich has been known to be like a quarterback guru during his time in the league, and obviously that's something that needs to be addressed with the Panthers. When you look at the draft or free agency, or you know what's out there available in trades, what makes the most sense for the Carolina Panthers, in your personal opinion, when it comes to the quarterback position, and given that Frank Reich is the new head coach? I
12: mean, Scott Federer said, you know, ideally they'll draft a quarterback, so I think that's their intent with a top ten pick. And they have the ability, obviously, to move up. So if they have identified one of them, say as a throw name, on there, CJ Stroud, you know, go get him. I mean, if you don't think you'll be there at nine, move up and get him at five or whatever the case is. So I think um, I think that'll probably be the most likely thing. And then with that, they're going to need a veteran quarterback, right? So so yeah. someone's going to be the veteran guy that comes in. How will they find him? You know, they find one every year. We've had Teddy Bridgewater, we've had Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. You know, somebody like that. Can be the veteran presence uh, bridge, if you will, or the guy that's the mentor. But somebody that works in conjunction. I don't. What I don't see happening is spending a lot of money on Derek Carr uh, yeah. and paying for a starter like that. So I, I don't think that's the route that they will likely go. Uh, out of the possible scenarios, I think there'll be a veteran brought in. I think they'll draft a rookie. And then we'll see. But, again, we don't have names attached to that right now to know exactly what that looks like. Obviously.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, shifting away from the Carolina Panthers and wrapping it up here, Panthers Radio Network's Jim Zoki. Obviously, it was conference championship weekend this past weekend. Had a very lackluster NFC championship game, really a molly whopping by the Eagles, dished out to the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, former Panther, really all that was going on offense for the Niners. Then you look at the AFC end, another classic, I think, between the Bengals and the Chiefs. And when you look at the Super Bowl, it's the first year in a while where we truly have the two best regular season teams from each conference playing in the Super Bowl. Your first impressions on the Super Bowl, and do you have a pick?
12: I just feel like, um, you know, obviously you have a team to win. I think the Eagles just seem so well-rounded this year in, in every possible way. I mean, yep. They're The number one offense in the league in yards and points. Jalen Hurts has emerged as a special quarterback in this league. So, um, I, I think they have more going on and then, you know, Mahomes is not a hundred percent. We'll see how he is in two more weeks. Like what was the damage done by playing four yeah. quarters on a high ankle sprain. Number of receivers are deemed up for them right now. They're not as good on defense. I don't think as the Eagles are. Um, so I, I, I think that the edge to me, uh, goes to Philadelphia yeah. as far as where they come into this game health wise and just looking at their body of work this year. But, uh, I haven't seen the points, but I think it's very close, right? So it's three or less, right? So I would think that the yep. Eagles are a very slight favorite, but that could move, obviously, before we get to the game in 11 days or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Zoke, appreciate you coming on in such short notice and good work, and I just appreciate you having on. It's good to hear from you.
12: Anytime. Thanks, Ben. Yep.
2: Jim Zoki here on the extended edition of the Patrick Johnson shows. we lead you in the pregame coverage between the Pirates – and the bulls down in tampa florida on the hardwood that comes your way at 6 30 of the voice of the pirates jeff charles and coach michael perry on the other side right here on pirate game day countdown we'll hear from Sash seymour once again ecu basketball analyst as he previews tonight's matchup between ecu pirates and usf bulls that all comes your way on the other side right here on Pirate game day countdown
8: this isn't your regular cola so this isn't your regular cola ad no beach parties or family barbecues here just nitro pepsi the first cola ever infused with nitrogen so forget everything you thought you knew about soda because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter smoother texture and don't get me started on the pour you don't pour this like any other cola we're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy luxurious foam topping Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own nitro Pepsi, in which case cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. Ah. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor. This is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. Jeff Stone, our special guest from Brown & Wood. Hey Jeff,
4: electric cars are coming. What's that mean for Brown & Wood customers? For the customers, like it or not, EV is coming. We've installed five electric vehicle chargers here at the dealership. We have the all-new Cadillac Lyric coming first of 2024, and we've just seen the first reservation for the new Sierra EV. People are interested in electric vehicles. How can they get up with you? They can visit us at brownandwood.net or 329 Southwest Greenville Boulevard. Brown & Wood. Four brands, three generations, two rooftops and one goal. To make sure you leave, a Happy customer.
11: Having crooked teeth can affect the health of your mouth and can even cause you to be self conscious about your smile. Doctors Bowman, Paget and Associates can straighten those teeth to reveal a confident, healthy smile through the use of Invisalign clear aligners. It's never too late to improve your smile. Call or come by or go online to BowmanPaget.com. Bowman Paget and Associates is your Gold Plus Invisalign provider. BowmanPaget.com.
5: I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefits specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top fifties nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town.
2: Welcome back into Pirate Game Day Countdown. I'm your host, Ben Barm, leading you in the network coverage with Jeff Charles, the voice of the Pirates, and Coach Michael Perry as they bring you live play-by-play action between the ECU Pirates and the USF Bulls on the hardwood in the Yingling Center. In the meantime, let's hear from ECU basketball analyst Cy Seymour from a couple of moments ago, joining Patrick Johnson.
1: Cy is uh, a snowbird on this trip. He's down in Tampa with the team. And uh it look it's it, these aren't this in the travel days of when Seymour was doing the radio
7: is it No it's not It's not <laughs> of nice. This is, nice. <laughs> this is a nice trip down uh, I would say this plane's a 50 seater and it's uh it's a, it's a charter and it's net, it's nice because the kids get to spread out in other words every every player has their own like on the double side, they all have two seats. So they can spread their legs out in their own seat. And then on the other side, it's a single row of seats. And so some of them prefer to just have the single row of seats. But everybody's got their own row or their own seat. That's and that, good. And that makes it really good for these big kids.
1: No, it does. And uh, nice weather down in Tampa rather than the uh, 40s and uh, damp here in North Carolina. So, Cy, Cy Majors. Jorts in just... a t shirt. Jorts in yeah. a t shirt. Cy, Cy Majors stay down there. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, well, the Pirates in South Florida tonight. You know, Cy, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit before we get into the game about just where this basketball program is. Things like chartering the games. I mean, this is a big deal. Mike Swartz being hired uh, has kind of ushered that in. Uh, and, and, and credit to the administration for knowing that that's the direction they needed to go. So that that's a positive. He is recruiting Eastern North Carolina and getting kids out of Eastern North Carolina to go there. Doesn't mean that he's not going to hit the portal. I think Coach Swartz and the staff acknowledge that they have to get there. But should we should we feel good? I know the record's not where it needs to be, and the, the play has particularly Sunday left little to be desired, a lot to be desired, quite frankly. But and, and they admit that Coach Swartz and the players will admit that. So, but but I think on the whole. As pirate fans, you should feel pretty good where this program is is headed.
7: Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, when I look at it, and, and we said this preseason, we we were saying when you look at the statistical data, Mike uh, Mike Schwartz inherited a team that had lost ninety percent of everything uh, through the portal. Everybody was gone. There was nothing left. You lost. Well, you lost your top six scores. Now that doesn't mean. The, the, the kids that didn't come back weren't good players, but the top six scores on his basketball team were gone. And so now he's got to replace in a hurry with people that may not have played very much or played some or guys that are just coming in. And that's what he's done. And he did a very good job. Javon Scott was playing great. Uh, Brandon Johnson, RJ Felton, Debeau, these kids that came back stepped up and did a nice job. Well, then Javon Small goes down. That's really difficult. The other kids on the team, when you look up at Bayala and uh, DeBougie and Jay Walker, uh, uh, Ezra Zola, these guys had not played. So to to have won two conference games early, especially Wichita State on the road, which is I don't think people understand, it's called the Roundhouse. It's 10,000 people in there. And, uh, it's hard. Nobody, we you just don't usually win in that. He beats them his first conference game on the road. Unbelievable. He loses to a Temple team that beats Houston by two points. So his team has played well. Uh, the Pirates have played well. So you're right. He, he, he inherited a tough situation. The kids have played well, but not a lot of wins to show for it. And against Wichita State, uh, the problem, the, the legs being down and not being ready because you're young. That's part of it. But all, overall, you got to be proud of what this team's done. And also on the recruiting end, they are, they're looking at everything in eastern North Carolina and in Raleigh and everywhere in this state, but they're also looking at kids everywhere. But uh, a big sign out of Goldsboro the other day, they're, they're on the right track. That
1: That is there to be had, isn't it, in the state? I mean, you know, the, the thing is this. It is – everybody talks about recruiting North Carolina. Well, I mean, by and large. Duke and UNC, in some ways, don't really recruit North Carolina. If there's a top player in the state, just like if there's a top player in Pennsylvania or Florida or in California, they're going to go after him. State maybe does a little bit more. Wake Forest, not as much as they used to. And uh, to me, the state of North Carolina, in a lot of
7: ways, is, is right for the pickets. No, no, you're right. I mean, see, what you have to people, you know, say, so well, you can't recruit State, Carolina, get them. And, and what, well, they're going to take about eight kids total eight and that's total and that's being high that's a, a year a year there are a lot more good players that we need to be getting on to after that i mean when when north carolina comes in they're going to probably get two kids from the single club maybe three maybe three but usually about two duke doesn't even look this way if it is maybe one nc state maybe two or three and i'm talking about tops lake forest now uh I tell you, he used to do a great job with it, Dave Odom. Dave Odom yeah, really done. Nice did a nice job recruiting the North Carolina athletes. Uh, and, and so when you look up uh, out of the four ACC teams in this, I would say on a good year, uh, I mean, on the worst year, eight guys, mostly five or six. And, and so my point is you, you've got to get them over the BCUs, You've got to get them over the Richmond, over the apps, over, over the schools that are getting them. From out of state, over over Temple, you know, over over Houston. Samson's coming in, he yeah, got two great kids. He has, yeah. So you get, and I think Mike uh, Mike Schwartz and his staff are doing a good job on that.
1: Well, we got the game tonight: USF and ECU. Cy Seymour's with us; he's down in Tampa with the team, and uh, the game uh, heard right here at seven o'clock on the ECU Sports Radio Network. Our coverage leading you up until then. Uh, the Bulls uh, come in playing pretty good basketball. Tyler Harris has been sensational. And uh, they've got some others who have played really, really well for them. They're getting uh, double figures from three different uh, fellers on the uh, on the Bulls team. So uh, we saw what they did to ECU when uh, they came in and uh, kind of uh, blew by the Pirates in one of those Sunday afternoon
7: games. What do you think of the uh, matchup tonight, uh, Cy? Well, I think you've, you've had a chance to adjust. Uh, Javon was not at that game, and that that was what And and if, I, I, if you had to tell me who's maybe the best guard right now in this league, I know Kendra Davis is one of them. The other one is Tyler Harris. I mean, he had 33 against UCF. He against SMU, he had 21 in, in the second half. 21 in the second half. He's five foot seven or eight, playing with a lot of confidence. He beat, he had a 31 or 32 against ECU. He's got 65 threes on the year, shooting it at 39%, and really confident. And this is a kid that had lost his confidence when he was at, at Memphis because he couldn't get in the lineup. And then all of a sudden he makes the transfer to South Florida, gets playing time, gets his confidence back up, and he is a dangerous weapon. And then he was the key to beating East Carolina. He's really playing super for that ball club. But you're right, uh, Toshua inside is, uh, is a seven-footer that's tough. And they've got other weapons, uh, whether it be Harris or Selton or, or, or Bryant. They, they've got different guys that they can go to. But their guy that is tough is Tyler Harris, and they're playing confident right now, playing really tough basketball. So you got to give Brian Gregory and his staff credit for what they've come on with at, uh, during the year. But uh, ECU, I think, has worked hard, and they should be ready to play.
1: In warm Florida – Tampa, the England Center tonight. The uh, Pirates and Bulls are uh, playing one another. Patrick Johnson here with you, Si Seymour, as uh, he is down with the team in Tampa. Pirates uh, got really good outings from uh, DeBoonjay and Biella. Si, uh, you I know have been high on Ben Biella's uh, measurables and what he can do and bring to the uh, to the fold. Dabunje has played well over the last three weeks. Can they sustain, or what do they need to do to kind of sustain that if you're Dabunje and then build on it if you're Bayala?
7: Well, I've always said this about transfers, and especially Juco guys like Bayala. And simply because I coached the Juco game for so long, it takes them about a month and a half to really get comfortable. And so, what's happening with Bayala? is he's getting, in fact, last night, I, uh, this is a pretty good story. I was going to, get, to find some ice, you know. And Ben was in the hall, and I said, Ben, I coached you, Cobalt and you're doing a great job. And he said, Where'd you coach? I said, and he, uh, I said I was at uh, Craven Community College. We were in the Region 10, which is North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. And I said, and you're doing it the right way and playing well. And he just started talking a little bit. He's getting comfortable that's what that's what it is they they've got to get used to the, the pace of the game, and once they do that, if they keep building that confidence, they can get it done. well, that's where he is so Bayala's playing well, and he or he's gonna have a bad night sure sometime, but he's playing the way you're supposed to play after about two months in I mean that's you know November December, and then now January is coming on, and he's playing a little bit better. last game he had three threes. Or the game before that, three three. The last the game, six three. So he's he's really playing well. Great uh, kid, works hard, to jump out of the gym. I, I also like DeBouje. He he's gonna he's getting better and better. So you've got to like that twosome the way they're playing. Uh, but you know, Patrick, tonight it's going to take it for ECU to win. You got to you, you, your upper class, but R.J. Felt and right, and Brandon Johnson have got to have really super games but they just they have to they have to get you somewhere between them between 35
2: and 40. EC basketball analyst, I see more of Patrick Johnson from earlier today. On the other side, we'll hear from some live network coverage from the Voice of the Pirates, Jeff Charles and Coach Michael Perry, live from Tampa as they get you set for the ECU Pirates and the USF Bulls on the hardwood in the Yingling Center. It all comes on the other side right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game.
11: Having crooked teeth can affect the health of your mouth and can even cause you to be self-conscious about your smile. Doctors Bowman, Padgett, and Associates can straighten those teeth to reveal a confident, healthy smile through the use of Invisalign clear aligners. It's never too late to improve your smile. Call or come by or go online to bowmanpadgett.com. Bowman Padgett and Associates is your Gold Plus Invisalign provider.
10: Hey guys, Valentine's Day is right around the corner and Cupid's arrow is pointing straight to Bailey's. We're here to help and make it easy for you to find the perfect gift for the one you love. Bailey's has something for everyone and every budget. We have a huge selection of jewelry and gifts for under $500 from David Yerman, Apolita, Mikimoto, Lagos, and more. And if you're looking for something extra special, We also have an amazing selection of diamond jewelry. Shop in-store or online at baileybox.com. Give her a gift that's better than chocolate or roses with the easiest and can't-miss way to make her Valentine's Day extra special with a little black-and-white striped box from Bailey's Fine Jewelry. Located at 511 Red Banks Road in Greenville. Also in Raleigh, Cary, and Rocky Mount. Just a little reminder from me, Marcy Bailey. Every woman wants a Bailey box.
0: It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's Kids Night at Moore's Barbecue. Let us take care of dinner tonight for your little ones. Every Wednesday night, kids 10 and under eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. So come into one of our five locations in Winterville, New Bern, Moorhead City, Swansboro, and Jacksonville. Bring the whole family. There's always enough great food for everyone. If it's not Moore's, it's less. Wing is a Playfly Sports
9: presentation of ECU Pirate Basketball. game day east carolina basketball is on the air this is the pirate game day tip-off show presented by butt light the official light logger of pirate nation the pirate game day tip-off show is also brought to you by ecu health official health system of the ecu pirates pepsi the official soft drink of pirate nation carolina ford dealers visit your carolina ford dealer proud sponsor of ecu athletics Ortho East, official team physicians of the Pirates. Friday health plans for people that buy their own health plans. Quality equipment. Proud sponsor of the ECU Pirates. Irons and Irons, proud partner of ECU Athletics. Coming up, we'll break down the game, check scores from across the country, and take you inside the Pirate Locker Room. Get ready. Coming up, Jeff Charles is live on the ECU Sports Radio Network.
10: With Optimum, you can get closer with our fastest fiber internet and go farther with speeds up to 5 gig. So you can go from going live to going viral. Or go from gamer... To champion gamer. With the fastest internet in the tri state and 99.9% reliability, your future is only a connection away. Sign up at optimum.com or call 888 4 Optimum today.
9: Get health insurance designed for who you are and what you want. I want free mental health visits, because petting my dog can only solve so much. All mental health visits should be $0. It's not brain surgery.
10: And speaking of brains, aren't they just as important as physical health? Because my brain's part of my body.
9: Introducing Friday Health Plans, with benefits designed for people who buy their own health insurance, like unlimited $0 primary care and mental health visits, in person and online. Get a quote at FridayHealthPlans.com. $0 visits available on most plans, not all. All plans issued by Friday Health Plans in North Carolina,
6: Fellow pirates, this is... Gib irons at irons and irons last year our firm was recognized by north carolina lawyers weekly and featured in the top 40 verdicts and settlements after receiving a five million dollar settlement in a commercial trucking accident this year we are on track to do great things and continue our tradition of protecting the rights of the injured we are compassionate knowledgeable trial lawyers with total dedication and devotion to our clients irons and irons a proud partner of ecu athletics what's going on the It's your man dj chaos if you
8: recently been in a car wreck And you didn't go check out my man, Dr. Worth? Man, you messing up. If you don't have an attorney, they will find you an attorney. They will even file your insurance for you, so the only thing you need to be worrying about is recovering from your back pain, your neck pain, or your headaches. Dr. Worth's treatments can help improve your body circulation, your ability to think more clearly, and if you're an athlete, Dr. Worth's treatment can help improve your athletic performance. Call Dr. Worth and make your appointment today. 252-756-6111.